Amen. You may be seated. It is good to see each and every one of you here tonight. I do hope that you guys have had a uh, had a good week so far. Um, now, let me ask you a question. How many of you want to want to be transformed? Think about it. How many of you want to want to grow in your walk? How many of you are wanting to be made into the likeness and into the image of Christ? We all do. I would say. Here you are on a Wednesday night, here you are tuning in and watching it sometime and just listening to another message. And You know, it comes, through, it comes through relationship with Christ, it does come through pursuing Him and running after Him with everything that we have, with, with so much that's going on in our world today with so many distractions and so many different things that are out there. It, it takes being intentional. With our pursuit, it takes being intentional with our efforts. We don't haphazardly grow. Uh, remember back when you were in school, whether high school or elementary school or even, even college or wherever you were when a teacher gave a test, you didn't just walk in on the day of the test and ace it. No, you had prepared, you had studied, you had put in the work. You know, in our Christian life, in our walk, we have to... Put in the work. We don't work for our salvation. We know that our salvation's already been bought. It's it's the work has been finished. The completed finished work of Jesus Christ there on the cross is finished. And we we though, in response to Him, in response to the wonder and amazement and awesomeness of who He is, we do not sit and just absorb and we don't just sit and make me or us the center of it. No, we have to do something. We have to run after Him. We have to um, continue chasing Him every single day of our lives. Waking up saying, good morning, Jesus. Waking up saying, oh, Lord God, I... I pray that today you use me in a mighty way, in a powerful way. And as we do that regularly, and as we make that a consistent pattern of who we are, that not only begins to transform us, it begins to transform those closest to us. Because we start teaching it to those around us. We teach it to our families and, our, and those that love us and that are close to us. And then as we have opportunities, as the doors are swung wide open to us, we teach it and let it be seen by the world around us. Luke chapter 11. We're back there tonight. Luke chapter 11. The disciple came to Jesus and said, teach us to pray. Many of you thought Sunday morning, oh, we're going to jump into the Lord's Prayer, and uh, here is one of the, the variations of it. Here in Luke, we have the, the five petitions, the five requests in, in Luke's gospel that gives Jesus his words. Over in Matthew, you see a, a sixth petition, a sixth request. And, and tonight, I'm just going to read it, not going to go into it. We'll go into it one of these days. I know you've gone into it. You've studied it. You know, hallowed be thy name. You could sit on hallowed be thy name forever. God, you are holy. You're worthy of praise. You are worthy of all. Your name is set apart. Your name is, is different than. You are so much better and so much 
more glorious and so much more awesome. And the English language, pick a language, it cannot even wrap around and give a word big enough for how amazing our God is. Hallowed be your name. Jesus says, when he's asked, teach us to pray, he doesn't say do it specifically this way. We know that this is just simply a model a model of, of, of the way to uh, go about praying. If you look at the models of, of both here and Matthew, you see that it's Godward focus, Godward focus. It's, it's then, it's like a very vertical, it starts off very vertical in its approach and its conversation to God. Most, if we really take note of our prayer life, does our prayer life start off vertical or does it start off me Centric is our prayers me centric or we centric? Uh, if we're not careful, much of our prayers is 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 here and not really even there, much less vertical. Have to be careful. Have to be very, very careful. Let's just read through verse two, three, and four. It says, "And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come." Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves also forgive everyone who is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation. You see the difference there immediately from the the traditional Lord's Prayer that we grew up, that we were taught early on in school, we were taught early on in in uh, younger classes of Sunday school, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The Matthew Sermon on the Mount, prayer. Jesus just hits the, the high points. So we got through that and we got to where I wanted to be tonight. Guys, I, I pray your prayer life is, is, is not where you want it to be. I honestly, I, I pray that there's not a person in this room is, is content with where they are in their prayer life. They, they should want to grow. They should want to be closer to God. They should want a deeper walk with God. They should want a more intimate. I go ahead and tell you, I know that mine and Wendy's relationship, it's not where I want it to be. And it's not that it's bad by any means. But I, as a husband, want it even deeper than what it is. Don't you husbands want to? And I'm not saying anybody in here has a problem. I'm just saying don't you want your relationship with your spouse and your relationship with your your kids and your relationship to those closest to you, don't you want it to go even deeper? I would argue that there's not a there's not a husband or a wife that's going to sit here and say, "You know what? I really want my I really want my marriage to go south." I really want my marriage to just fail. Nobody's going to say that. And I don't think anybody's going to say, you know, I really, don't want, I really want my, my relationship with the Lord to just go south. No. We all want it to go deeper. We all want to understand Him more. We all want to know Him more. We all want to, we all want to hear. We want to pick this book up and we want to start reading and we want to start understanding it. We want, to, we want to start seeing ourself in the center of it. We want to see how the Old Testament applies to today. We want to see the application of, okay, Lord, I've read it. Now, how in the world do you want me to go and live it in 2020 in the middle of a pandemic? And we all know 2021 is going to be better, right? Praise God. I hear him talking about November and 
in December, and I'm just thinking about New Year's. I mean, because I'm hoping 2021, when we turn that calendar and we all get our new insurance calendar or whatever you've got hanging, and you turn it to 2021, things are just going to be good. But God used 2020, 2020 to teach us something. God used 2020 to prepare us for something. I pray we've not missed it. I pray we as the church haven't missed it. I pray that we have grown through it. Before we begin, I want us to go to the Lord and just pray. Ask Him right now. Ask Him right now. Say, Lord God, help our relationship get stronger. Ask Him that question. Say, say Lord God, I want my conversation with you to, to be sweeter. I want it to be deeper. I want it to be more intimate. I want it to grow I want us to grow closer. Father God, you hear your children. You hear your sons and your daughters. You hear them asking you, God, to walk closer to their, your relationship with them to grow deeper for God, individually, for you and them to just Lord, let that love relationship become more intimate. Let the conversation not be a, a second, third, or fourth thought. Let it be, let you be our first love. Let you be our first one that we run to. God, help us in Jesus' name. Not quit, not give up. God, help us to just be. God, help us to just run after you and hunger for you like never before. Desire you like never before. Pursue you. Be passionate about you like never before. God, do that in us in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 5. Then he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend and goes to him at midnight and says to him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine has come to me from a journey and I have nothing to set before him. Jesus, Jesus comes right out of the, of the model prayer here in Luke. When the disciple asked him, Jesus teaches to pray just as John taught his disciples to pray. And Jesus uses this example of a guy coming in the middle of the night saying, Hey, and knocking on the door saying, Hey, I need some bread. I got some people who've come over. I need to borrow something. That's what he did. That's what the Bible says. That's, that's exactly what it said. I'm just adding... The front door. That's what happens here. He comes. And from the inside, he answers and said, Do not bother me. The door has already been shut, and my children and I are in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. Look at verse 8. But I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him everything because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. Let me ask you a question. 
When I'm asking, how's your prayer life? I'm not just, again, back to Sunday. I'm not just asking, do you pray? Period. I'm not just asking, do you pray three times a day, morning, noon, and night. I'm not just asking, do you pray before uh, wake up and breakfast and uh, midday brunch and lunch and afternoon snack and right before supper snack. I'm not asking you, do you pray every time you eat or snack. No, I'm asking you, do you pray like that? Do you pray like, hey God, hey Lord, it's me again, hey Jesus, hey Lord, a persistent type of praying. Look at what he says, look at the parable. A guy come in the middle of the night and said, hey, hey, hey. And he saw the light on the second story come on, and he he heard the windows up. What do you want? I need some bread. They're asleep. But I need some bread. Go home. What? I need some bread. What does the Bible say he does? The Bible says he gets up and he goes and he gets him some bread. Guys, I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, because he's done ticked him off probably. He's done got him aggravated. He's like, what are you doing? It's midnight. You're going to wake the street. You're going to wake the neighborhood. They're going to call the cops. It's not, he's not coming because you're friend. He's coming because you're persistent. Guys, do we persistently go before God? we got a prayer list. Every church I've ever been has got a long prayer list. How persistent are we with our prayer list before God of brothers and sisters in Christ, loved ones, neighbors, people around us? How persistent are we about our kids? How persistent are we about our relationships with our husbands and our wives? Do we we continually go to God, God help me. Help me love her like I should. Help me, help me get rid of the stuff I don't need to be doing. Lord, help me. Please, do we persistently, do we bother Jesus? Do we bother the throne of God kind of like this guy is bothered? I dare to say, and I'll just be honest, I don't. Keep reading. So I say, ask and it'll be given. Seek and you'll find, knock and it'll be opened. Notice, notice the gradual, notice how it gets a little stronger through each one. Asking. How much, how much effort does it take to ask? Not much. I mean, it really don't. I need some help. Doesn't, doesn't take a lot of help. Doesn't take a lot of effort to ask for help. Hey, I need some help. Notice, follow me. Not with the camera, just follow me. Hey, I need some help. 
Let's ask it. What's the next one? Seek. Hey, guys, look. Hey, I need some help. I, I need some help. I need some help. See the difference? First one, first one takes me just simply asking. He's about to beg a question. I'm about to beg a question. Do we believe he can answer? Do we have faith that the God of this universe that we pray to, that we're talking about pray to, do we believe he can answer? Do we believe he's there? Because here's the thing. Asking, asking God versus, hey, hey Lord, help me. Lord, be with me, please. What's the next one knocking? Hey, hey, Lord, come on now. God, hey, I need help. Hey, I need, I need help. How much more faith does this take? I need help. Hey, I need help. I need help. You see the difference? I need some help. How much more faith? Ask. Ask. I can sit right here and ask, hey. But when I realize that, hey, when I really get his attention, I may have to, I may have to, I may have to go shake him. Lord in heaven, help me. Lord in heaven, I'm losing my marriage and it's my fault. I'm, I'm, losing, my, I'm losing my world and it's my fault, God. I'm, I'm selfish, Lord. Do we believe he's listening? Ask. Look at what it says. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. I didn't make that up. It's just sitting right there. I'm not reading it from nothing but the Bible. It's literally right there. You've got it in your lap. Do you believe God hears your prayers? If you say, yes, I believe God hears my prayers, then you know what? There should be no limits to how far we go. If it just takes asking, I'm going to ask. If it takes me running after Him, I'm going to run after Him. If it takes me knocking doors down and knocking walls down and shaking, Lord, to get His attention, I'm going to do whatever to shake the throne of heaven. Lord God, I need You. Persistence doesn't just, if you got a kid, I was sitting in church one day. I wasn't sitting in church. Church was over. It's been a long, long time ago. Church was over and I'm walking down the hall from the church. You'll remember this. I'm walking down the hall from the church and I'm hearing a lot of commotion in the sanctuary. And I walk in the sanctuary and I see a whole bunch of commotion and I run over there to it and I see down in the middle it was Hamilton. Hamilton was in the middle of it. He was a little kid and they're like shaking him and poking him and twisting him and I grab a hold of him and we, we pop him real hard and we pop one of them big old blue peppermints out of his throat that had done gone down his throat and it wasn't sideways, it was flatways and he couldn't breathe. Lord, help him. 
Lord, help him. A lot of our prayers in some of our most urgent situations. Lord, help him. Lord, I pray pray your perfect will be done. I I pray you bless him, Lord. I, I pray your mercy over him. I pray your healing over him. Sometimes when the, when the pressure gets on us, you know what we do? Lord I, Lord, I don't know what to do. And we pace and we walk around. And I guarantee you when your youngin is, is sitting there turning colors and things are happening, you're not just going to sit there and say, Bless him indeed, Lord. Bless him indeed. What are you going to do? You're going to ask, you're going to seek, you're going to knock, you're going to knock anything down, you're going you're gonna to knock on every door, you're going to get on, you're going to do whatever it takes, right? Wonder why, our, wonder why our prayers aren't answered. Do we believe He can answer? Or is prayer just one of those churchy things? Prayer just one of those churchy things, one of them religious things, one of them preacher things, one of those pulpit altar things. The Bible says, ask, seek, go looking for it, knock, shake some trees. How much effort do we put in our prayers? How persistent are we in our prayers? How? I mean, think about the souls of our kids. Think about the souls of our grandkids. Think about them. Think about the soul of a spouse. I remember when me and her first got married. I drove that poor girl crazy. She couldn't sleep forever. We'd lay up, we'd lay in the bed all night long. For weeks after weeks after weeks. And I'm just sharing the gospel with her. I'm pl- Tell me you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I mean, we would read through Scripture. And we'd read through the Bible. And we'd read because nothing. I mean, she's telling me, yes, I'm a Christian. I know Jesus as my Savior. I've trusted Him. I've, I've did that. I believe Him. He's my Lord. But there was nothing that, that burdened me any, any worse than to think that my soulmate, this human being that God had given me, that I was going to spend this life with, and worship around the throne for all of eternity with, would not be there with me in heaven. And it just broke my heart. She thought I was crazy. <laughs> She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer. I'm like, thank you. But it wasn't something I was just going to sit back and say, you're a Christian, ain't you? No, it was like, it was like, hey, you, you, you're a Christian, right? Hey, you really saved, ain't you, boo? Let's read it together. That if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Do you remember doing it? I mean, it was serious. Why? Because eternity was resting. Eternity rests in the balance because I believe in it. How do we pray for our children? Guys, daddies, mamas, grandparents. Don't just trust Rob and Josh with the souls of your children. If you are, you're a fool. 
Okay? First line of discipleship is not Chapel Hill Baptist Church, it's home. Guys, that should burden us, our kids' salvation. And I'm not saying do them like I did her. (laughs) She was stuck at that point. Can he answer prayers? Yeah. Because he says it. He says, um, so I say to you, ask, and it'll be given you. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? So I say to you, ask, and it'll be given to you. Wow. Well, you know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start asking a lot. And what's it say next? It says, and seek, and you will find. Okay? Well, I'm going to sure start seeking. And knock, and it'll be open to you. Do you believe this book? Either that verse is telling the truth, or that verse is lying. And it comes down to either I have faith in the God of this universe that He can do exactly what He says He can do, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to aggravate the fire out of Him. I'm going to come at Him because He already knows there's nothing. It's not like He's going to zap you. If He hadn't zapped us yet, He's not going to zap us now. He will not zap you for praying, I promise you. He'll zap you for a lot of other things, but He will not zap you because, doggone it, that one just aggravates me way too much. I guarantee you He's not. We ask and we, we go seeking because we have faith that, that look, he says, ask it. I'm just going to ask it. And there, I mean, I'm going to go seek after him and I'm going I'm to knock and I'm going to move things out of the way to get to him because he has the answers. He has the words of life. He is all I've got. And I don't want to wait to eternity to be there. I want it now. Do you believe you can have it now? Keep reading. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and he who knocks it will be opened to you. Now suppose, verse 11, Now suppose one of you fathers has asked his son for a fish. He'll not give him a snake instead of a fish, will he? Guys, Or if he asks for an egg, he will not give him a scorpion, will he? There's not too many of us in this room don't do anything we can for our kids. We do some ridiculous things for our kids. We go to some extremes for our kids. And look at verse 13. If you then, being evil, because there's none righteous, no, not one, and the only thing good about me is the good of Christ in me, my absolute best is filthy rags. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? What do we need in this life? What do we need? Go back up to the prayer. 
Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. How do we pray like that? How do we pray a God-centered prayer with the leadership of the Holy Spirit? How do we pray your kingdom come with the Spirit of God indwelling us, leading us to know that it's not my will be done, but your will be done? Give us each day our daily bread. Our daily bread is all we need. Our, our daily bread. Not, not enough, enough food for retirement. Not a, enough food to last me for the rest of my life. No, Lord God, you just take care of today. That's all I need, Lord. We need the Holy Spirit to empower us and to wise us up and to mature us to the point that, look, I don't need nothing for tomorrow. My God's got tomorrow handled. I just need today, Lord. You're enough for today. You are satisfying today. Lord, I need you in my marriage today. I need you in my home today. I need you with my kids today. I need you today. Forgive us our sins. Lord, show me my sins. Show me my acts of omission and acts of commission. Show me what I should have done and didn't do. And show me what I did do that I shouldn't have done. And Lord, please forgive me. Holy Spirit of God, fill me. Give me eyes to see the world through your eyes. Give me eyes to see my life. Lord, I don't want just eyes to see out there. I want eyes to see in here. I want to see every crook and I want to see every crevice. I want to see every agenda, every motive. Lord, before it comes out of my mouth, I want to you, to your spirit, to go ahead and run it through a filter that either edifies you and I do it, or it doesn't edify you and I don't do it. Lord, I want you to take over me. I want you to, I want you to control me. I want to give you my life. Do you think God can answer that prayer? He can, but we got to ask Him. We don't, just, we don't just say, Lord God, I want to be a better Christian. We pray weak prayers. We pray silly prayers. We pray ineffective prayers. We pray prayers. You know the whole thing, you, you ask the kid to pray. All right, sure, turn to pray. And he looks all around, Lord, thank you for the food, amen. And what do we say as parents? That didn't get above the roof. Guys, we as adults pray prayers that don't get above the roof because we pray because that's just what churchy folks do as they pray. If you then being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to you who ask? You want to see... And I know, guys, I hope you're listening to what I'm saying. It's not me saying it. It's the Holy Spirit just doing what He does. I, I end a lot of them with, you want to see your life transformed? Start asking. Start seeking. Start knocking it. Start pursuing. Start running after Him. Be persistent. Be continual, be constant, be regular, be, be at His. How many of you mamas? Mama, 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 daddy, daddy, daddy. Bigger the house, daddy! Hey, daddy! Daddy, what? Daddy, come here, what? Daddy, come look at this. Hey, daddy, come over here. Hey, daddy. Hey, mama, come look at this. Hey, mama, come try this. Mama, what you think? Mama, hey, mama. Hey, daddy. And what do we do every single time? 
Here's what we do. We're busy about our day. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. What? Come look at this. I'm busy. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. What? That's true. What do you want? And what do we eventually do? We get up and go look. If we get up and go look, don't you think Abba Father in heaven is going to get up and he's going to gaze deep into your world and he's going to touch you with his awesomeness and he's going to radically transform you? If we know how to give good gifts, don't you think the God in heaven can give far better, much more gifts? you got to believe it or you won't do it. You want to be transformed? You want to be radically transformed? You want to be a, do you want to be a person that's, that's contagious? You want to be a person that just walks into a room and it lights up and you wonder, wow, how did that happen? It's the Holy Spirit in you. Well, I've just never been too much. I'm just, you know, I'm just, you know. Imagine what God could do with us if we just listened to simple words in this book. Don't stop. Daddy. 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 Bow your heads. Y'all start repeating after me. Say, Daddy. Say, Daddy. Say, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy, it's me again. Daddy, hey, Daddy. Hey, Father, hey, Daddy. Daddy. Daddy, it's me. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy, it's me. Daddy, hey, come look, Daddy, look. He's listening. There's never a moment. There's never an instant. That your heavenly father. Does not have his eyes on you. There is not a moment. That his spirit is not. Working in you. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. We know how to give good gifts. Imagine what he's ready to lavish out on you. Father God. Your children simply sit. Willing and ready and available to be what you want us to be. Holy Spirit of God, what do you want us to be doing? What do you want us to change? What do you want us to stop? What do you want us to start? How do you want it to transform us? God, we want to be your hands and your feet. We want to be your army. 
We want to be difference makers. We want to be influencers. We want to be catalysts for your glory. Lord, we're asking. And by faith, we're, we're seeking. And Lord, we're going to, by faith, put feet to it. And we're going to get up and we're going to knock and we're going to shake and we're going to rattle. And we're going to do whatever we have to, Lord. Because you don't want us to be. You don't want our lives to be wasted. You don't want our lives to be wasted. Use us up. Use us up for your glory, for your name's sake. Bless us indeed for your glory, for your great name's sake. Work a mighty work in and through us beyond anything that we even think, dream, or imagine God do in us. Here we are, Lord God, your sons and your daughters, humbly sitting at the feet of Abba, Father saying, Daddy, your sons and daughters are listening. Speak in Jesus' name. Amen.